the Dr. Rick Podcast, where internationally renowned orthopedist Dr. Richard Lehman cuts through the clutter and brings you unbiased, real science, and unfiltered information to guide your family. That's Rick Lehman. I'm Bob Ramsey, and the show begins right after this. From our roots in St. Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal, Center, and New London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community. So, Dr. Lehman, how are you today, sir? I'm good, Bob. How are you? I'm doing very well. You know, um, in recent weeks, the... uh, the, the, the story of Jamar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills, who had a cardiac arrest in the field. Thank God he's recovered and recovering. But um, I wanted to talk to you. Your book is How to Raise an Athlete. It's, it's a marvelous book, folks. You can get it anywhere. Go online. You'll find it. It really gives you great advice and guidance if you have kids looking to play sports and how do you support them. We talked about CTE for everybody who plays football and sports. We haven't, you and I haven't talked on this podcast a lot about cardiovascular issues. And now, um, as we talk about youth football and soccer and hockey and things where there are collisions and that sort of thing, is this a, uh, is this something we need to pay better attention to as the parents of youth athletes? So, you know, it's an interesting it's an interesting question because there are a number of things that happen to athletes. And one of the most common, which I don't believe happened to DeMar Hamlin is called commodio cordis. And commodio cordis generally happens when a youth 11 years old, 12 years old, usually younger than 16 gets hit in the chest with a baseball. So, or a softball. And what happens is you get hit in between beats, you know, the heart beats, rest, beats, rest, If you get hit in between beats, since the heart's a muscle, that compression injury causes a muscle to go into spasm and your heart stops beating, which, you know, isn't good. And you probably have a 50, 60 percent mortality rate. So you got a little kid who's otherwise completely healthy, perfect, has this event, gets hit with a lacrosse ball, gets hit with a lacrosse stick, gets hit with a helmet, whatever, in the chest. Commodio cordis, you can all Google it. Um, well-known event. Now, I think what happened to DeMar Hamlin was a cardiac arrest. I think he had a heart attack. And if you think about football, you have a couple things going on. First of all, these guys are running at amazing speeds. So if you get hit in the chest, again, the heart's a muscle, and you contuse that muscle, just like if you got hit with a helmet in the thigh, that's Mm going to cause that muscle to go into spasm. And if that muscle goes into spasm, you're going to it's going to stop working and you're going to have a cardiac arrest. And on top of that, you got guys at their highest insulin. I mean, their highest adrenaline level. So they're just jacked up their blood pressure sky high. You know, they're all basically uh, at the highest alert in terms of fight or flight. They're tackling, they're running game is very violent. And so if you take a helmet in the chest, near the chest, you certainly could trigger a cardiovascular event in a completely healthy person. Now you can also take an athlete like a Hank Gathers who has some pre-existing heart disease and it either goes unnoticed or it's not uh, effectively picked up in a preseason physical. And 
they could have a cardiovascular event. So, so what's the real answer? The real answer is these things happen not infrequently. Now, this was brought to our doorstep because you saw it on national TV, and that's not going to be the case of the 16-year-old kid in Texas who drops dead. But these things happen on a regular basis every year. And this is one of the ills of high school football, college football, NFL football, uh, cardiovascular, call it a heart attack, call it whatever you want to call it, but somebody just basically having an event and dying. So let's take it back to the youth side. Because of the notoriety, I'd like to think in no small part to uh, your efforts, people are becoming aware CTE is an absolutely real issue for everybody, particular kid, particularly kids who are involved in athletics. So where, where does cardiovascular issues come in? Is it something that parents should fear? How do you prepare for it? Where, where does it stand on the, the list, the priority list for parents for being aware? Well, first of all, I think everybody would see the, every every kid who's going to play college football and maybe a significant number of kids that are playing high school football are going to have CTE. That's just a fact. Every NFL yep. football player, essentially, if you're, unless you're a kicker or a punter or maybe a, um, a placeholder, you know, somebody who's totally non-traumatic is going to have CTE. That's been proven. Yep. Now, I think in terms of cardiovascular risk, I think the people that have cardiovascular risk are significant. A number of people have these events. And I think parents need to know that this is a risk, right? This is one of the things that you, you see and you take into account if your son, daughter is going to play a violent sport. And that could be ice hockey. That could be lacrosse. Men, female, doesn't matter. But any, any contact sport, you run this risk. So how do you prevent it? Well, the best thing you can do is a preseason physical. And as opposed to just going through some type of physical mill where some doctor seeing 70 kids in an hour, spend a little time, take your child to the pediatrician, get a good physical. If you're concerned, have a cardiologist evaluate them. You only got to do it once. Make sure they don't have some pre-existing cardiovascular disease. Now, how, what, what would alert you? How do you know? Well, number one, if you have a family history. So if grandpa has had heart disease, or your dad's had heart disease or simply against heart disease, your incidence of having a cardiovascular issue go way up. Mm -hmm. Number two, shortness of breath. The feeling that your heart is pounding in your chest. So if your athlete comes home and says, wow, we had a tough practice today. I felt my heart. Normally they'll say something like, I felt like it was going to jump out of my chest. That would be an indicator. Something that uh, created the sense that your heart was beating too fast. And, and they know these things. And then what do you do? You call your pediatrician, you alert your pediatrician. You say, hey, do you mind if we get a second opinion from a cardiologist, get an EKG, possibly what's called an echo. And again, you only got to do it once and you want to make sure there's no pre-existing heart disease. And once you've kind of established that, you know, I think you've covered your bases, you've checked the boxes and you let your athlete play. But I think you want to do everything you can at the commencement of their contact sports. So we've seen, are there other ways, uh, is it worth, for instance, I've seen, and I don't see it very much anymore. A couple of years ago, saw a lot of little kids wearing little uh, like pads, strap on pads in the center of their chest and things like that. Can that really be an aid? Can it be more of a hindrance? What are the, are there any other things that are reasonable? 
for parents to do? Well, you know, I think the bet you can, the most reasonable things are one, um, being in the best cardiovascular condition you can be in. Yeah. Clearly, it didn't help Demar Hamlin. The guy's a specimen and, you know, still had a heart attack and probably should have died and was saved by the Buffalo training staff. Um, number two, wearing those pads is not is impractical. Does it work? No one really knows. But you, you're going to have a tough ticket getting your kid to wear a pad over their heart, Yeah, you know, just to be honest. It's like yeah. orthopedic shoes, you know. I mean, no one's going to wear them. So – I think that that the best you can do is is do your homework, see if there's a family history. If you feel that there there's a concern, get an EKG, have a cardiologist, evaluate your child. But I don't think there's anything to prevent that hit because football is unpredictable, hockey's unpredictable, soccer's unpredictable. These sports are unpredictable. Hank Gathers died. Hank Gathers died playing basketball. It's unpredictable. So I think the best you can do is be in the best shape. Do the best preseason workup. Don't count on the, the school to do it. They're going to do preseason physicals for hundreds of kids. The whole thing's going to take a minute. Do a little bit of homework and ask family members, have you had any heart disease? Do you have kidney disease, et cetera? And then work those issues up before the season starts. You know, that's a great point about the pads, and I hadn't thought about it, but Hamlin, chest protector comes down over your heart. Chris Pronger, I presume, was wearing shoulder pads. I don't know how far they come down in hockey, but um, you're right. You can't say definitively whether it helps or matters at all when it comes to cardiovascular. You know, I, I, I think I think logic dictates it should help. Yeah. The truth of the matter is if the puck's going 100 miles an hour and it hits you in the chest, the pad's not going to help you. And if you're trying to tackle a guy who's a foot taller than you, and, and you just get stood up, it's not going to help you. Jay Bomeister didn't have anything hit him, and he just fell out. So I, I, don't, I, I think it's, it's a good idea. Um, it's not proven in science, and my guess is it probably doesn't do anything. But certainly, uh, if you get hit hard enough in the chest, and, and, and we see this in, in normal life, you know, someone gets rear-ended, their chest hits a steering wheel and they have a cardiovascular event. They get what's called a cardiac contusion and they die. It wasn't a car accident. They had a heart attack. Well, mm -hmm. you ram your, your, your chest into the steering wheel and someone hits you at 60 miles an hour, your heart's exposed. So what, what I would say is um, these things are going to happen and the parents have to know that this is a possibility. This, this is not something that's so rare. This happens every year. And as you're worrying about CTE and a torn ACL and a dislocated shoulder and, you know, the worst things, a broken neck, quadriplegia, you can just add a cardiovascular heart attack to that list. And again, contact sports, they, they, they have a significant risk. That's Dr. Rick Lehman. His book is How to Raise an Athlete. It's a good one with great advice, just like on this podcast. Thanks, Dr. Rick. Have a good night. For Rick Lehman, I'm Bob Ramsey. It is the Dr. Rick Podcast. We'll talk to you next time. From our roots in St. Louis, Royal Banks of Missouri is branching out to continue serving you with our locations in St. Charles, Jerseyville, Granite City, and now in Hannibal, Center, and New London. Royal Banks of Missouri, the community bank in your community.